What is going on, guys? Your boy Elroy here, and welcome back to the Your Boy Elroy MMA podcast. I am your host, Josh Prep Igina, and welcome to the UFC 280 review. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm sure you had a hell of a week, as have I, but we're here. We're excited to talk about MMA um, and whatever else comes up, as always. Um, if you've been here before, thank you so much for joining us once again. And if it's your first time here, welcome. My name is Josh, as I said, and we talk all things MMA. We talk about um, any other interests I have, whether it be wrestling lifestyle men's grooming all that because this is your boy Elroy but the main focus is MMA and I would love to get right into UFC 280 but let's be honest so we have to do it as we've been doing it for the last few weeks so here we go guys scent of the day so to work this morning I actually wore coach for men which was a sample I got from Macy's. Uh, they do free samples every month. So I got that. And all you have to do is like write a review. So I got that in. I tried Coach for Men. Not going to lie. was not a fan of it. Um, I tried it yesterday. And uh, it just has this like. There's like a resinous that I don't like about it. It smells a little funky on my off of my skin. <clears throat> and for like a mass appeal fragrance that you know is supposed to be incredibly versatile and go for whenever coach for men for me just wasn't it um i will probably be trying the platinum version and see how that does off my skin but the original coach for men wasn't it today though for the you know, I guess my church <laughs> scent um, after the shower uh, just stuck my hand into my <laughs> decant bag. And actually, this was another sample that I got from Macy's. And this is Paco Rabanne's Invictus Platinum. Now, this is classified as an aromatic, fresh, spicy, woody fragrance with um, top notes of grapefruit and absinthe, middle notes of mint and lavender, and base notes of cypress and patchouli. And it's been about six hours. Still working off my skin really, really well. Six hours in, it's pretty, you know, I still have a scent bubble. It's not just a skin scent. Um, I went with one, two, seven sprays of this and not gonna lie um i probably should have went with you know two less sprays um to start <laughs> i did enjoy the scent bubble my issue is all those notes i just wrote down that's not what i smell i just smell like this bubblegum sweet like to me, all these Invictuses, 
from Paco Rabanne smell exactly the same. It's just not for me. Um, maybe 10 years ago, this would be incredible, you know, if I was 20. But Invictus Platinum, you know, it's supposed to be like, everybody says it's more of like a cool weather scent, a cool weather version of Invictus. I just don't see it. Um, and honestly, I don't think I enjoyed it that much. Uh, I'll probably finish the sample and never think about it again. Um, but yeah, that was my scent of the day, Invictus Platinum. Things that came in this week. Only one, and actually I ordered it like two weeks ago, <laughs> and it had just came in. But it comes from the house of Ran Traditions. This is like a cheapy hype beast um, for the cool weather. And it's Insurrection to Wild. It's a sweet vanilla tobacco scent. Um, and the notes are listed as tobacco, honey, vanilla, spicy notes, tonka bean, cacao, and woody notes. Um, extremely high ratings on Fragrantica with a 4.48 out of 5. I'll just tell you, I don't like it. <laughs> I do not like it. Uh, I did a test spray on my hand as soon as I got it in. And listen, it smelled like cherry cough syrup. It's a tobacco fragrance. Like it's supposed to be like this moist cherry tobacco or just moist tobacco. It was, it was definitely like a smoky flavor at first. But then, like, all I smelled was, like, this cherry, like, cough syrup. And it's, it's a beast. It lasted on my hand for 24 hours through two showers. That's how strong it was on my hand. It's ridiculous. Um, I'm not a fan. As a matter of fact, I'm about to pack it up. And it's going to a new home. Uh, by way of swap. <laughs> so that's uh, Ray and Tradition's Insurrection to Wild. Like I said, just not for me. Um, I could see why people like it because it is a beast. It does really like stick out there. But um, just a little too synthetic. And like I said, it just smells like cough syrup. So you live and you learn. But that was this week in fragrance for me. I have, obviously, I've, I've done a few swaps. So next week we'll talk about some other things that came in. A uh, few things that I'm pretty excited about. And, um, yeah, fragrances, man. Can't get enough of it. Um, but let's talk about my first love before fragrances it is mma i love mma and uh last weekend was shows why i love mma it's it's one of those like events where you look back and you're like this is probably going to be a really important event um now not my best event <laughs> But um, 
interesting to say the least. So live from the Etihad Arena in Abu Dhabi, UAE, the UFC presents UFC 280, Oliveira versus Mahachev. The night started off with Carol Hossa defeating Lena Landsberg by majority decision. Then, Mohamed Mohaev defeated Malcolm Gordon by armbar in the third round. This is when I turned the car on. The card on, actually. Third fight of the day. Um, obviously, it's a daytime event. Main card was starting at 2. So, for me, you know, with 12 fights, this started relatively early. So, by the time the card started, I was still at story time with my daughter. Which uh, we do every Saturday at the library by our house. So, for me, um, I just, as soon as I got out and we're on our way home, my wife drove home and I turned it on. And this is where we started. Armin Petrosian defeated AJ Dobson by unanimous decision. Abu Bakar Namagomedov defeated Gadzi Omargadziev by unanimous decision. Nikita Krylov defeated Volkan Ozdemir by unanimous decision. That first two rounds were incredible. So much fun to watch, man. Nikita Krylov. Probably see him and Anthony Smith next. The co-main event king himself... <laughs> Kyle Bohayo defeated Mahmoud Muradov by unanimous decision. Um, as most Kyle Bohayo fights have been, not the most exciting. <laughs> uh, sorry to say. All right, let's get into the meat potatoes of this card. First heartbreak of the night. Yes, there is more than one. So, final fight of the prelims. I am just getting to Brother Wilson's house. Wilson will be on here at some point. Um, but I ended up watching the card at Wilson's. So, I get there and... Excuse me. One of my most anticipated fights of the night was about to start. I was cooking dinner, sat down. Bilal Muhammad versus Sean Brady. A pivotal matchup in the welterweight division. I have all the faith in the world in Sean Brady. He's undefeated. Decent on the feet. Incredible on the ground. Strong. Um, someone who just doesn't fold ever. And uh, unfortunately, he ran into a surging Bilal Muhammad. Eight-fight win streak now. Um, finishes Sean Brady on the feet. Sean Brady standing TKO. At the end. Excuse me. Of the second round. Um, extremely unfortunate. Do I think that the ref should have gave him another 15 seconds? Yes. Do I think that Bilal Muhammad probably would have still finished him 
with that 15 seconds? Probably. <laughs> it was just his night, man. It was it was sad, man. I was pretty bummed out. I'm still pretty bummed out about it, but hey. From now on, he doesn't have that pressure anymore of coveting that undefeated record. And, um, yeah, good for Bilal Muhammad. Unfortunately for him, though, the names that he's going to run into now are, you know, all tough fights from here, man. This is a struggle, but I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it. We'll see. And I'm excited to see who Sean Brady goes against next because I still have all the faith in the world in Sean Brady. I still think that he will fight for a title at some point in the next two years. And every time Sean Brady fights, I feel the need to say this. One time I walked into a Marshalls right after his UFC debut. He was there. And, like, I remember, like, being stunned. This was, like, really early in the podcast. I was, like, stunned. And I was, like, he walked past me. I was, like, Sean Brady. Like, not, like, yelled it, but I was just, like, Sean Brady. And he looked at me, and he was, like, hey, man, what's up? And I told him how I was a big fan. And I do a podcast where, you know, we talk about MMA or whatever. And I was just, like, excited to meet him. And uh, he was really cool. Took a picture with me. And uh, yeah, I will remember that for the rest of my life. Because that stuff sticks with you. How you treat people matters. But good on Bilal and good on Sean. Main card starts up with matchup at women's flyweight. Manon Fierro defeats. Caitlin Chikagan by unanimous decision. Moving on to the men's lightweight division. One of the most fun fights of the night. We had Benio Dariush defeating Mateos Gramrot by unanimous decision. Dude, this was such a fun fight. Um, it's hard. Watching this fight and knowing, like, Benio's probably going to win this and not get a title shot. But um, it was a really fun fight, man. And I don't think Matuj Gamrot loses anything by losing to Benio Darius. If anything, he's going to be more sought after to see fight. I think. 100% believe that Gamrot's going to fight for a title again in the next two years. The people's main event at men's bantamweight. Sean O'Malley jumping up 10 spots in the UFC rankings. Taking on the number one contender at bantamweight. Peter Yan. Now, we all know that this fight is the topic of conversation when it comes to robbery and this and that. It was one of the big stories 
from this past weekend from that card and um I don't know how I feel you know I remember watching the fight and scoring it in my head I'm like okay round one Peter definitely round two Peter definitely and round three O'Malley probably won this round so then they go to the judges scorecards and it's a split decision reading and I was so confused I was like wait what because I thought it was so definitive and then come to find out at the end they scored the fight for Sean O'Malley I couldn't believe it I was pretty like blown away at first and then I sat back took a deep breath and asked myself what happened in the first round I couldn't remember now I could 100% go back and score the fight again in my head and watch the first round a few times but I just choke it up that hey it was a super close fight uh, what the UFC wanted to happen probably happened and you know Peter loses nothing because in a lot of people's mind he won the fight 29 media members 229 media members he won the fight sip of water but yeah wild wild scene in Abu Dhabi I thought Sean O'Malley handled it great you know kind of saying like well you know I gotta rewatch the fight so I respect that don't know if he watched it yet but I'm interested to see and he vaults up the UFC rankings at Bantamweight as the number one contender now so fun fight fight of the night according to the UFC they got a check for that so Congratulations. I'm excited to see what they do with Sean O'Malley next. In the co-main event, Aljamain Sterling defeats TJ Dillashaw by TKO in the second round. Uh, TJ Dillashaw went to post on a takedown attempt from Aljamain Sterling. And he pretty much, you know, re-injures himself. Because he did have a dislocated shoulder that kept dislocating throughout training camp. So that's not great. Um, but I don't think it matters. I don't think TJ could beat Aljo on his best night. Let alone him being 37 years old now. And in the main event. The coronation of Islam Mahachev. He submits Charles Oliveira by arm triangle in the second round. This was just a master class. He took all of Oliveira's shots. He gave Oliveira even harder shots. And then when it came to the ground, he put his arms up and choked out Charles Oliveira. This was... Again, a fun fight while it lasted. Unfortunately, the guy I wanted to win lost. But it's okay. As a podcaster, 
I probably shouldn't be making fight predictions. And, uh, yeah, it is what it is, man. Unfortunately for Charles Oliveira, he probably won't fight for a title anytime soon. But after the fight, Islam Mahachev takes the mic. Thanks everyone who's in attendance for cheering him. Um, thanks Khabib for, you know, training him as well as Khabib's father who passed away. And then um, he gave the mic to Khabib. Khabib cuts a nice promo calling out their next fight. And it is going to be for the 155-pound title. It'll be Islam Mahachev versus Alexander Volkanovsky. As Volk said, your title against my pound-per-pound status. So... Good on them for building that. That was phenomenal. I cannot wait for that fight. Uh, Charles Oliveira will probably fight Benil Darius next. And the fun thing about Islam Mahachev being champion is that he hasn't fought none of these big names yet. So he's got Dustin, Justin, Connor, um, Chandler, you know. there's Everyone's there. Islam can fight any of those guys. Main event any show and it'll sell out so congratulations to islam mahachev aljo you did a great job sean o'malley i can't believe you did it and blah muhammad whatever i still don't i'm still upset at what he said about philly but that was ufc 280 man really fun got to watch it with friends something i don't do very often actually watched it with my brother as well so it was a fun night fun day of fights <laughs> moving on to this weekend two events in the MMA space and two big boxing events so we'll go over those real quick in the boxing events we have Anderson Silva versus Jake Paul in the main event and then on a different channel you can tune in to Katie Taylor. Yes, Queen Katie Taylor is back um, after her Fight of the Year contender matchup against Amanda Serrano. I cannot wait to see Katie and Amanda once again. Uh, Bellator 287 is this weekend live from... Milan, Italy. In the main event, we have Adam Piccolotti versus Mansoor Barnow. And in the co-main event, we have Fabian Edwards versus Charlie Ward. Anybody else notable on this card? Nope. Not that I know of. So a two-fight card that 12 people are going to watch. Perfect. 18 fights. That is insane. Bellator, trim it down. <laughs> and then we go back to the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada for UFC Fight Night, Cater versus Allen. Uh, we'll start at the bottom. Joshua Weems versus Christian Rodriguez. Carlos Mota versus Cody Durden. Chase Hooper versus Steve Garcia. 
Joseph Holmes versus June Young Park. Marcos Rodrigo de Lima versus Andre Arlovsky. Roman Delice versus Phil Hawes. Then we're moving on to the main card with Dustin Jacoby versus Khalil Roundtree. Treshawn Gore versus Josh Frem. Walter Cortez Acosta versus Jared Vandera. Tim Means versus Max Griffin. And then in your main event at 145, pivotal matchup. Calvin Cater versus Arnold Allen. I'll just say that whoever decides to show up in that fight needs to put on a show because, as we could tell, the featherweight champ is going to be out a bit. So for them, they have to make sure that they're staying active and they're really putting on so that... uh. You know, when it comes time for Volk to fight again, he has fresh challengers who are freaking crushing it. So that's big word for uh, Calvin Cater and Arnold Allen. I'm sorry, guys. It's 1138 at night. I'm exhausted. This has been... This week's episode of YBE MMA. I am Josh Prepikina. You can find me on all forms of social media. Elroy Preps in one word. You can find the show on Instagram at YBE MMA Podcast as well as Teespring. Teespring slash stores slash YBE MMA Podcast. If it's your birthday, happy birthday. Love your mothers. Love you, Mom. Enjoy the fights this weekend, and we'll see you next week.